This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Short Coat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler. It's blazing hot here in Iowa City, but in the studio, things are super cool. And this is only due in part to the modern miracle of air conditioning. Um, and the fact that I've got one of our super cool t-shirts available from the shortcoat.com slash store. But 90% of the reason it's cool in here is because I'm here with Jacob Christensen. Hello. Jacob, you're teaching assistant for our introduction to medical education in Iowa program. Yep. Which put you in just the right place mm-hmm. to invite our special guests uh, and future podcasts, co-hosts. Say hello, listeners, to Pre-M1, Tim Morris. Greetings. Uh, another pre-M1, Alec James. Hello. And pre-M1, Nicole Lacina. Yep. Hey there. Uh, I'm, I, oh man, I've said it on the show before. I love new blood. <laughs> <laughs> love it. So exciting to see you. I mean, you know, every year people graduate, my friends, my med student friends leave, but then they're replaced by a new crop of wonderful people. Um, so we're here today because uh, I wanted to t- talk a little bit about IMEI, um, the Introduction to Medical Education at Iowa program. It's a six-week program we offer to our incoming students um, who think they might need a little extra help getting up to speed before med school begins, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good synopsis. Yeah. So, you know, thank you. Appreciate that. So let's go around the table um, and tell us, uh, if you would, where you're from, what school you went to, what major you graduated with. Uh, we'll start with, uh, with you, Alec. Okay, I am from Iowa. I uh, grew up here in Iowa City. I went to undergrad at the University of Iowa, and I majored in human physiology. Nicole? I am from Marshalltown, Iowa, but I went to school down in Arkansas at Harding University, and I studied biochemistry and molecular and cellular biology. And Tim? I'm from uh, Naperville, Illinois, and uh, I went to... The better U of I, University of Illinois, at oh, Urbana-Champaign. Nice. <laughs> Shots fired. That's, I think they can still rescind your acceptance. Yeah, it's time. not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'll take that back, by the way. <laughs> Did you get anything signed? <laughs> and I majored in uh, molecular and cellular biology. Jacob, what about you? Where You know, you've been on the show before, but let's, for the sake of completeness. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Peoria, Illinois. I went to school in Peoria, Illinois at Bradley University. Uh, you may have recognized the name from the NCAA tournament. They were in there for once. <laughs> hey, I'm just happy they got there. Yeah. Um, and I it's majored, an honor just to be included. It is. Right. It is. Um, and then I majored in chemistry pre-professional, which is geared towards people going into health fields of all sorts. So, Why'd you guys want to do IMEI? Like, I, okay, because there's there's a few reasons why somebody might want to do IMEI. And you seem to fit none of them, so I'm uh, puzzled. <laughs> um, you know, for instance, you might do it if you're a non-traditional student. Um, but I'm not sure that applies to you guys. I've been out of the classroom for three whole semesters. Okay. I've been out of... I was out of school for a year. Yeah, so you did, Ivy. Yes, I did. Yeah. 
I'm uh, from Illinois, so I was trying to get <laughs> acclimated you? to the state. So much, you know, they have corn in Iowa. <laughs> yeah. They have never so seen pretty sure Illinois. Ho- corn, and, corn and hogs. My God, it's a whole different place. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, if, you've, if you're a non-traditional student, you've been out of uh, the, the world of, of academia for a time. You might do that. So I guess, okay, Nicole, you, you get that one. You might also do it if you had a, uh, had a non-science major. Um, obviously, you have to do the prerequisites and then take the MCAT in order to get into med school in the first place. But um, you might do it if, um, if, say, you were an English major who um, managed to satisfy those requirements. Um, and you sort of felt like you needed a leg up. And um, so things like that. Um, do, do you have any, uh, do you have any personal cheerleaders or mentors or whatever who were important in, uh, encouraging you to, to come to uh, med school? When did you first, okay, here's the question. When did you first get the idea that you wanted to be a physician? Oh, geez. Well, I'll, I'll take the reins on this one. Um, so I initially wanted to be a dentist mostly because a lot of my family are, were kind of in the dental field, whether that's dental technician, uh, hygienist, or general practitioners, but now you're a pariah in your family. They're like, <laughs> yeah, no, I. It's it sounds. It's a joke, I never but... imagined I would have a son who would be a doctor. Oh my, yeah, no, it really. Like my shame. my uncles, <laughs> my uncles, they they give me so much crap for it. I mean, oh man, they're like, well, you, you could have been one of us, mm-hmm. but yeah, I guess you chose that. Um, but it wasn't. Until like probably sophomore year, I had tested the waters with like shadowing physicians because mm-hmm. I mean, parents, my parents being good parents, like you should probably look at other things, see what, see what the world has to offer. And, um, so I'd had experience through shadowing, but it wasn't until sophomore year where I realized being in people's mouths wasn't exactly what i wanted to do personally yeah so you just wanted to be in the rest of them (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it was and then i it wasn't i didn't know anything really what the medical profession fully entailed i kind of was in the group of like at least the thought process of oh medicine you just treat patients and that's it but um i didn't really understand the whole social aspect and i I love talking to people. It's, and I mean, you can't do that when you're tool, like you're a dentist, you got tools in their, in oh. the patient's mouth. <laughs> oh, they can. <laughs> like a try. They can try. <laughs> uh, so I, I think that's kind of a lot of the logic that pushed me in the direction. And it kind of, it just snowballed from there. And mm-hmm. um, I'm obviously I'm loving the experience right now and really excited to get started at least. Cool. I got the idea, started thinking about medicine when I was probably 13 or 14 mm-hmm. in middle school when they start having you do those career tests. And medicine didn't necessarily pop up on there, but I decided that I wanted to be a doctor and I started chasing that and never looked back. So really? Yeah, here I am. Don't let a test tell you who you are. That's what's up. <laughs> That's, <step laughs> That's one. right. I think dentist was probably on there, actually. <laughs> but I was like, nah. <laughs> do you... um? Yeah, I was going to ask another question. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, okay. Tim? Well, like most families, uh, my parents pushed on, oh, you should be a doctor or a lawyer or some other profession that pays well. Uh, So I was like thinking, that was in the back of my mind for like a long time. 
but not until like in uh, university when I started shadowing uh, a neurologist and a neurosurgeon, then I started really understanding like what it actually means to be a physician and like all the, like Alex said, like the, the relationship you build and like just being able to talk to people like that and just like the amount of trust that trust that's put into you as a physician that really like was the key moment at least. I think my parents were just grateful that I learned to speak English and had a fairly good reading comprehension. (laughs) The bar was pretty low, I think. Uh, What about you, uh, uh, Jacob? Uh, For the longest time, I did not think I was going to do med school. Um, Originally, uh, in high school, I kind of got interested in 3D animation, but then I really thought that Oh, that's not gonna it's not gonna go anywhere. So I'm just gonna go to university and be a been, science major. Could and, have been working and, for Weta and you know, <laughs> industrial light and magic. It, and yeah, my life could be on a totally different path. But so I, I I said chemistry. Oh, I liked chemistry in high school, so I guess I'll major in that. And then it took off from there. And then I fell in love during my uh, second year with organic chemistry. And God. took four semesters of it. We have a madman here. And I thought I was going to do a PhD. I thought I was going to do a PhD in organic chemistry uh-huh. for a while. And then, I don't know, I, I shadowed doctors and I volunteered at the hospital. And I got a job as a nurse aide. Um, and I just fell in love with being in the hospital and helping patients, talking to them. Mm-hmm. So medicine was was where I ended up. A lot of my friends were planning on doing med school too, so I think that. That also swayed my opinion. I see. Yeah. Exposure mm-hmm. to the idea. Did so were there so as I you know, the question I asked before and now I think I can ask it, were there were there people who, you know, encouraged you to do this? I mean, it sounds like uh it sounds like you were encouraged by your parents yeah. uh, to really, you know, investigate this. It was more of on a whim, hoping that I would become something like that, something that can be proud of like that. But mm-hmm. for like actual mentors or like that. I think one of my PIs was really helpful for me. Mm-hmm. I was doing a research in undergraduate and she could clearly tell like I wasn't so much interested into the research aspect as I was like for just like being like in the clinic or like more medicine related. But yeah. she was like really supportive and pushed me to like, like, yeah, you shouldn't do like the grad school like route. You should try to do the med school route. Yeah, I think it's so important, I think, to have people who are who will suggest these things to you because maybe you didn't see yourself in that role at that moment. Um, but, uh, but when somebody says, Hey, you know, you should think about this, Mm -hmm. it sort of allows you to imagine that you could, that you could do that. Anyone else, uh, have any, uh, anybody who, I mean, you know, for you, uh, (laughs) you, you, I mean, your, it sounds like your whole life was, uh, was, was about not being encouraged to do anything to do with (laughs) Well, Except for dentistry. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, well, dentistry, that was a pretty, that was pretty much a given, but um, health sciences were, that was heavily encouraged in my family. Um, My mother, she's a nurse and she, she was one of the, the guiding lights as well as my father was, my father isn't, isn't a dentist. So actually both my parents aren't involved in dentistry at all. So (laughs) they were uh, definitely like, uh, you know, take a take a second right. look at some of these other ones. Right. Don't don't just put all your eggs. So in turn, they were in, they were instrumental in the yes. last, like making you consider a different path. Yes, yeah, I I think I think they were definitely. If I did say the most influential, they were definitely definitely the most influential. Nicole, 
My parents were definitely on board. They most, were. Most parents get pretty excited when their child says <laughs> they want to be a doctor. <laughs> and so they just encouraged me to do what I needed to do to investigate that and learn as much as I could. And when I got to college, I found a mentor who was very encouraging anytime tests didn't turn out the way. And I started wondering, is this really what's going to work out? She was always telling me, you've got this, you're on the path, you're getting there. It might take a little more time, but you'll end up in the place that you've wanted to be. And she even started to encourage me to look into research mm -hmm. along with the medicine, kind of the opposite of Tim. Yeah. Um, the, the phrase that Jacob might have shared with you or your other TAs in IME is, you know, this is a, <clears throat> this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. And so there's going to be times um, when, you know, things don't go according to whatever, whatever plan you have in your head and you just have to keep, keep on keeping on, um, be resilient, to, uh, understand that you are not a, you're not a grade. Um, yeah, it's a good point. Um, so other than, other than IME, how have you been sort of preparing yourself for the intense, the intense, not academically, but for the intensity of medical school. What did you know about it before? I, all that I really knew about it was that it was hard for, for whatever reason. I didn't, I mean, you always hear, I feel like the analogy of drinking from a firing hose is constantly, constantly referred to. And, um, I think that's all I really knew going into it. Um, but given the IMEI program, I'm starting to, really evaluate how I view myself in relation to my classmates. I think that's one thing that is, that is very different from undergrad that I'm seeing at least is that um, when you're going through the whole pre-med track, you, you're always kind of looking at your classmates as like, okay, like, do I score up to, to this group of people? And cause when you're going through the application process, that's, I mean, I feel like it's kind of, it's very human to, kind of maybe doubt whether you have what it takes to make the cut. Yeah. Um, cause I, cause I think, uh, you know, like no matter how much we want to sort of adopt an idealistic attitude, like, Oh, it's not a competition. It is a competition to get into med school, you know? And then once you're there, it's hopefully not as much of a competition. Oh um, yeah. No, I totally agree. I, I think that is, that's one thing that I've definitely taken away from this. Um, this introductory medical program is that it's much more of a collaborative nature. And I, I mean, I really enjoy that. I think it helps take away a lot of very unnecessary stress. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, I mean, that is one thing that, um, I, I guess I'm still kind of working on that. Um, to answer the question, I think that is one thing I am working on. Um, just looking at like, okay, I need to only focus on how well I'm doing and what am I doing to help myself become the best doctor I can be in the end of this four years. Yeah, there's, there's still going to be, I can tell you from my discussions with med students over the years, there's still going to be occasions where it's tempting to compare yourself to your classmates. And I, this, I feel like this comes up often um, in, for other students when they're like really struggling and they're like, and they look around and they're like, well, all these other people are just sort of coasting through. They're doing fantastic. They look so well adjusted. They're happy. 
Uh, they aren't, they, they don't even seem to study. They're screaming internally. That's what I, right. That's what I, that's what I try to tell people. I'm like, you don't know what kind of seething horror is in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Somebody says, oh, I feel fine for this exam. And what they mean is that they're five lectures behind <laughs> and they have no idea what's going on. You have to learn to translate what people are saying. Uh-huh. Is that something that you've told them? Oh yeah. You always, you always put up this facade. Even no matter how comfortable you go with people, you're always like, "Oh yeah, I'm cool." <laughs> uh, don't I don't know. Like, I mean, we ha we have our moments of complaining together. Yeah, but I've noticed if, if everybody else seems like really chill, you, I don't know, you just keep to yourself. Uh huh. Well, you're all welcome to come to my office and cry over this if that's if the art strikes you. <laughs> I've had I've had a few people come to my office and. And, and vent. I've had people, I've had at least one person hide under this counter for a while. Um, <laughs> I, you know, uh, whatever it takes. It's exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, sometimes it, it gets overwhelming and, and, uh, I'm here for you. The anatomy lab locker room gets pretty quiet after the group is done. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Some crying could happen in there. What, what have yeah. you been doing in an anatomy lab? Have you been working with cadavers? Yes, we have. So what's that like? Well, this summer, the TAs and some other volunteer students, I don't know exactly who did all the dissections, but the dissections were done for us for the most part. Mm -hmm. So we just got practiced identifying structures within okay. the body. And then we got one experience doing dissections ourselves. Mm. How'd you, how'd you make out? Mm, I was in a group with two people in here and there were some rough moments for me. But I didn't express that very well to them. <laughs> so you were with these guys. Oh, we were. I, was, yeah, we were yeah. I don't know what she's talking about. They're, they're so tall, and I am not. <laughs> and so I was struggling to get good leverage for cutting. It's a very different experience than anything you've done before. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it, trying to be around one table with four people, where sometimes you need to go to the other side, but there's other people working over there. With the first time in a group, learning how to work cohesively. It'll, it'll get better, mm -hmm. but I struggled being so short. And I know they struggled having to bend over so far, being tall. None of us are the perfect height for dissecting a cadaver. Okay. Agreed. No morticians here. Okay. I mean, there's only so much space in the upper thigh. You can't yeah. fit in four, four pairs of hands in there. That's, that gets, gets dicey. It, yeah. It can. Someone's I think getting the scalp Tim was worried my scissors were getting too close to his hand at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with the territory. Sometimes you gotta take one for the team, Tim. Come on. I'm sorry, I apologize. I should have just gone cut. Yeah, <laughs> just, just take it. How is there fresh blood here? There are. No. You have nine more fingers. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> That's true. So long as it's not the thumb, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Alec, you said uh, you know you knew med school was hard, right? Um, but one of the things I uh, have we have often talked about on the show is the the sort of emotional aspects of uh, being in medical school. Um, what did you know about that coming in? I, all I, I mean, all anyone had ever really told me was that um, you're gonna hit some some rough patches um, emotionally from whether that's from like financial, like kind of, I don't know, tertiary sort of problems, um, not to like exactly just the schooling, um, whatnot. But so I, I did get some advice from, um, a couple, 
of M2s that went to my high school and they were saying that you absolutely cannot be like don't be ashamed to like reach out for like getting emotional support or I mean just not even like maybe just like that sounds might sound a little professional but like just talking to someone I mean be very comfortable with venting your feelings and I mean it doesn't help at all they 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 had told me it doesn't help at all to just kind of sit there and feel feel as though you're alone in the process of maybe you feel like you're behind in something or yeah. um you just yeah i think that's the main risk of like looking at other people and and judging them by their exterior you know yeah is to think like well i'm the only one who feels this way um of course you know intellectually that's not true but you know emotionally it's like it, that's what it looks like and 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 so yeah it's it's super important to, to talk to to mentors to your deans to your uh to to the counseling center folks um and really tell them what's going on um and, and yeah the the emotional stuff comes up in all kinds of all kinds of ways some people uh, you know, they get freaked out in anatomy lab because the cadaver looks like uh, somebody in their family or it's, uh, you know, I mean, like there's all kinds of ways that medicine can, you know, sort of mess with you in a way. Um, the, the long hours um, is, is draining. The lack of sleep can be draining. See, see now, but, but see, I don't want to discourage you <laughs> uh, because from what I can tell, this is an amazing calling, you know, like, of course, you've got to sacrifice to do this. Do you know what I'm saying? But in the end, the, the, the benefits seem to be huge. What do you think about that, Jacob? Um, and you're only partway through this. So, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I think that as a, you're, you're at M2. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, technically now we are M2. Um, there's no know. technically about it. Yeah, we, we enjoy are your new status as an M two, Jacob. See, but no, that means more responsibility. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so we're you're talking about like anatomy lab and like having those sort of struggles and those hurdles you have to come over. Yeah, to... or 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 just you know the 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 intensity of the workload, mm -hmm. you know, sort of draining you emotionally. The you know the fact that um, you know you're and, and this hasn't quite happened to you yet, but at some point people are going to be saying, um, you know, uh, you're going to be getting feedback from residents and attendings and they're like, well, you're not doing this right. And that sort of feels like, well, okay. Yeah. You know, I think, I think we do a really good job, um, of getting people accustomed to receiving feedback and not seeing it as you suck and more as hey, this is what you can do to be better next time mm -hmm. by having, simulated patients in groups and you get feedback after you do one-on-one -on -one interviews and physical exam skills. So I hope that by the time, you know, I get into clinics, it's not viewed in some negative context that you are still a student, you are still learning and to get feedback is usually only meant to help you be a better healthcare deliverer. Yeah. And most people are good at it too. I mean, you know, you get to a certain point in, in, in medicine, especially in academic medicine, um, you know, the whole goal is to give feedback and, mm -hmm. and take it in and, 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 you know, for, on the student side, take it in and do something with it. Yeah. Feedback is the only way to prevent bad habits from becoming too difficult to change when you get older. So, you know, make mistakes now. Don't be afraid to do that. Um, don't be afraid to be called out on something that's, that's wrong. Um, don't feel embarrassed. Uh, people 
all around you are messing up all the time. Even even the doctors that are helping you have moments where they need to be told that, you know, there's something that they can do better. So feedback is a part of this career the entire time. Um, and to just get used to, to yeah. taking that and using it. Part, part of my job, um, as I've said before on the show, is to, um, you know, in the, in the third, in the beginning of the fourth year is to write, is to help collate uh, information from your student records to write a medical student performance evaluation. And so I get to read all of the comments from, from clerkships and things like that. And, um, you know, the, the best comments seem to be that you take feedback well, um, that you take it in, you process it and you do something with it. Um, and then occasionally there are also comments where the uh, person who's writing them says, you know, she did this better than I do it. Um, and I learned from her, um, which is kind of, which is kind of cool. Um, um, they're really good people. I think, um, um, working to get you to a point where you can do this, you know, on your own. Um, so that's kind of cool. You finished IME today. Um, are you ready for the real thing? How do you feel? There's a sort of a confidence curve in in medical school, and, and it looks like a sawtooth wave. So every time you achieve a certain point, you know your 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 feelings of confidence go up and up and up, and then you get to that point, and then now you start a new new phase, and it goes way back down, again. <laughs> and then it comes back up and up and up and up, and then it goes way back down again. So I think a lot of people were counting down the time until we were done this summer. Yeah, and. I honestly felt like I was finally getting the hang of it and hitting my stride. Mm -hmm. And so when people were saying yesterday, oh, 24 hours left, I was like, until until what? <laughs> I, I wasn't <laughs> counting down. I, I'm i a little disappointed that I just can't transition into. So you'd like to just Well, I, right I have some point. things going on the next couple of weeks that I'll enjoy doing. Sure, sure. But I don't want to lose, lose that stride I was starting to. Wow. Take your time off and enjoy it. That's I will, definitely. That's what I would say. What about you guys? I was admittedly one of the people counting down, actually. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you don't know, IMEI, all the grades are not counted towards our record. Yeah. So many of us... Um, it's, like a, it's like a practice round. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So many of us uh, chose the easy way out and uh, went to TCBs last night and played pool. <laughs> As opposed it, to... Studying? Studying. We had an exam this morning. It's good to socialize, but maybe not the night before an exam. I have two uh, other guilty party members with me right now. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay. Well, we know how this is going to go. Nah. Um, all right. How do you feel? I'm, I mean, I'm feel, I, I'm kind of with Nicole on this one. I think I feel very, I think I definitely was able to get out of the program everything that I wanted to, mm -hmm. um, that is like figure out kind of how I want to go about tackling some of these subjects. Um, and I mean, those, those strategies vary. So getting kind of a, a toolbox of what I, what I could use to kind of work around certain issues, certain concepts. Um, I got a feel for this, the, how the tests are. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I definitely got out of the program so much more than I even really expected. What'd you get out of being a TA, Jacob? Teaching experience. So the TAs for IMEI are usually, as far as I know, people that are interested in academia and uh, doing the teaching distinction track here at Iowa. 
And the nice thing about IMEI is not only do you essentially design most of the course, barring the schedule portion of it that's already done for you, but you make the lectures, you set up the labs, you make the exams, you write the questions, you uh, consult with other faculty members. Um, and it's a really, really good opportunity for three of us to get valuable teaching experience. And that, that's the other you know, half of, of IMEI is that not only are there 15 students preparing for med school in the room, there are three med students preparing to be teachers in the future. And it's very rewarding. It's, it's stressful. It's, there's a lot of long hours. There's a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of work. Um, a little less work than I was imagining, actually. Mm. Um, it, it, was, it was more laid back than I was expecting, but that's not to say it was easy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, the thing that I got out of it beyond just meeting some of the, you know, upcoming pre-M1 students and getting close to them and hopefully being a point of contact for them when they get here in the fall is that I learned a lot about how to be an instructor beyond just being a tutor or something. Please keep the memes up. Those <laughs> I, that was I was wondering when you were like kind of uh, calculating how much work you were putting in all all the memes you were putting in your lectures. I was wondering how oh, much yeah. time it took you to find those. Um, no, I usually I'll just use meme generator and just make my own. Okay, well, yeah. Alec is not a meme master, apparently. Oh my gosh, no, no, I'm not familiar. <laughs> I'm just learning. I'm starting. To, they're funny. I mean, they make the lectures so much better, but. <laughs> Jacob has a new course to teach. <laughs> Meme mastery. Meme science. Uh, well, very good. I'm so glad that, uh, that things are working out for you and um, look forward to seeing uh, how you guys uh, are, are going are gonna to do uh, your first year and your second year and your third year and your fourth year. Don't, don't be a stranger. I uh, would love to see you uh, back on the microphones. Um, but for now, I'm going to take a break because I want to say... That we sell t-shirts for charity, as we alluded to at the top of the show. Um, Nicole, you said you actually own a t-shirt. I do. It's very comfortable. Uh, they are some damn fine t-shirts, mm -hmm. I have to say. I chose, uh, I chose some uh, nice, soft fabrics. It's not your typical t-shirt. No, fabric, it's not. Is it? It's different. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it's made of. I haven't read the tag closely. I, I, I think it's made of the, the softest uh, materials known to man and probably warm hugs. Yes, <laughs> and joy. Maybe some grandmotherly yeah. love. Yes, sugar spice, everything nice. Actual <laughs> bits of grandma. Well, I incorporated Poor it. Grandma. <laughs> They're uh, they they feature a cool graphic look and a, and and if you want to treat yourself to a delightful T-shirt experience, head over head on over to the shortcoat.com/slash store to get a look at them. Possibly spend. A, a small portion of your of your beer budget uh, to support our charity of the semester, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and its mission to end the stigma associated with things like depression and other mental health disorders. Again, that's the shortcoat.com slash store. Thank you, Nicole, for buying a t-shirt. Thank you for supporting such great causes. There's good news in the news. In 2006, the Accreditation <laughs> Council for Graduate Medical Education's work hours reforms for residents went into effect. This reduced the maximum number of hours that residents are allowed to work from uh, infinity to uh, 80 hours per week and 30 consecutive hours at a time. Uh, the goal of these uh, reforms, and there have been further reductions since then, um, 
were to decrease the number of medical errors that result from fatigued residents. But one fear about the new rule is that resident training would suffer if they worked fewer hours. Um, uh, so the BMJ did a retrospective observational study of U.S. Medicare patients treated by doctors in two groups, those who were trained before the reforms and those who were trained after the reforms. And they looked at things like 30-day mortality, 30-day readmissions, and medical costs, and they found that there was no difference in those outcomes. Um, no difference at all. So by these measures, training didn't suffer. And so you guys don't have to work a zillion hours. You still have to work a lot of hours as residents, but uh, at least at least you'll still be good good doctors. So yeah. that's good news. It's like 80 over infinity every day. Right? <laughs> every day. Exactly. There's only so many hours in a week, though. Oh, well. I'd rather spend um, 80 of them. Unless, unless the hospitals have found a time, a way to find a warp in time to just keep them working. Yeah. Okay. I exaggerated the infinity thing a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> I understand. Oh, I don't think, I don't think it's an exaggeration. It feels, <laughs> it would feel like infinity. Yeah. And did you say 30 hours at a time is the max? 30 can well, okay. So it's, 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 uh, the numbers have decreased since then. And honestly, I can't remember what exactly they are. Just, what was it before? I think they could do, you could do like three, you know, three 30 hour shifts in a row. I mean, it didn't, you know, there was no real, there was no real limit. Um, the alarm about long working hours, uh, for residents was first raised in 1984 after a widely reported death at a teaching hospital in New York state. And, um, so, you know, that, that's what started the conversation. Like, man, maybe they're tired. Oh, you know, maybe they're, know. <laughs> and I'm sure there was a lot of resistance from the old timers. Like, well, they can, you know, if we did it. My day. Yeah. <laughs> I had to walk uphill to the hospital was, both ways. It was terrible. And we all died. And now we're, now we're doctors. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I don't know. At least they didn't have to walk back down the hill because the residents were too tired. <laughs> well, they had their residents carry. They, they had their uh, junior residents carry them down well, the hill. Well, no, worse, the, worse. for the old patients. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh-oh. Um, so that's good news. I, I just, you know, I think it's always good when we look after the mental well-being of our, oh, yes. of our uh, young doctors. I heard sleep is actually a good thing. Some say. I should try it sometime. You should. <laughs> you should. Still a matter of discussion at this point. Debatable. But hey, I'll just say that I got at least seven or eight hours every day. You just gotta make it a priority. Oh, I can do that. Quick then. plug. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Sleep is super important. I'd rather get the things that I do know right than stay up that extra hour or two to try to cram a little bit more knowledge. But that's just me. That makes a lot of sense. I think uh, you know, I used to be uh I used to be, I, I used to pull all-nighters in school and it never did a damn, a damn bit of good for me. Never once. I was not a great student. As longtime listeners will know, I was not a great student. <laughs> uh, I did not know what I was doing. I did not know why I was there. I did not uh, uh, want to do anything other than, uh, you know, drink beer and hang around with my friends. Um, but I did learn that all-nighters, uh, you know, they don't help. Got to get some sleep. Yeah. Uh, good news, Nicole. More good news. Ladies can be hot and smart at the same time. 
Oh, what? I don't know that I can oh have both of those. And we know I'll take this. One at least. We know. Oh, come on. <laughs> and we know this because Miss Virginia 2019 mm-hmm. made elephant's toothpaste oh, on yeah. stage during the talent portion of the competition. Uh, Dominion Camille Schreier has an amazing name. Uh, Dominion. Does that mean like uh, like uh, a realm or something? Or some area of rule? Yeah. Your dominion. Dominion Camille Schreier is a Virginia Tech biochemist and systems biologist, as well as a PharmD student at Virginia Commonwealth University. Her talent demonstration was of catalytic decomposition of hydrogen peroxide. Basically, she did a trick you might have seen on YouTube a zillion times, uh, referred to as elephant's toothpaste. Um, In the press release, Ms. Schreier said, now was the time for me to create a mind shift about the concept of talent by bringing my passion for STEM to the stage. To me, talent is not a passion alone, but also a skill which is perfected over years of learning. Uh, She'll get a $21,000 scholarship and will compete in the Miss America contest. I love this. I think this is a a fantastic idea. Um, I don't know what other talents people do in in Miss America shows because I don't watch Miss America. (laughs) It should be more science because science is sexy. Yeah. For sure. Brains, brains is brains is sexy. <laughs> That's what I think. I would like to clarify a term that gets thrown around. She, so a lot of people say that she did an experiment. Yeah, no, she did not is, do an experiment. She is, did a demonstration. This is a yes. demonstration. Just clearing that up. I, but I think she also backed it up word. with an explanation of what was happening. <laughs> yeah, um, which is uh, you know, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, what science demo would you do to win Miss Iowa, Alec? Oh, jeez. If I had to win Miss Iowa. If you had to. Oh, man. Um, oh, I'm not even familiar with many, like, demonstrations, as we say. Um, I would do gravity, which I would just fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, well, now we're setting the bar high. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Show them gravity. Hmm, let's <laughs> just fall off the stage. <laughs> I'd... I'd have to kick it to the old school volcano baking soda. We might have to go with that one. Yeah. That may also be catalytic decomposition of hydrogen peroxide. Well, hers sounds a little cooler than mine. I'll just have to make a volcano. This was massive, though, wasn't it? It There was was, was huge. There was a lot of... The uh, pictures are pretty cool. There was a lot of goop involved. See, that doesn't look like what, what we did in sixth grade on a volcano. That looks like... Yeah. That's just another level. Exactly. What about you? Uh, what, about, what about you, Tim? Well, what, well, what demonstration would you do? My, in my past year, I was actually TAing for a general chemistry lab. So one of the other TAs actually taught me this little trick. Mm-hmm. So if you take a uh, one but, of those, but, but should we disclaimer this? Should we say? Oh yeah, know, don't, don't try this at don't home. Don't do this at home. Yes, <laughs> do not try this at home. Um, but if you take one of those uh, plastic pipettes and cut off the end, and then stick a piece of dry ice inside of that, mm-hmm. and then seal it off and put that in room temperature water <laughs> eventually the dry ice will start uh, evaporating and then it will create enough pressure that it'll just actually make like a mini pipe bomb yeah okay tim yeah. miss iowa <laughs> tim, tim is miss iowa <laughs> i don't yeah. know if my idea would scare people or impress oh, them because i think i think an explode well i don't know if an explosion on a pageant stage yeah. would <laughs> what's uh, your idea it would bring the crowd to their feet for sure tim i uh the first thing that popped in my mind would be to do spider dissections. 
spider I, dissections. Some, yeah, some research experience I had, I had to dissect spiders under a microscope and take just swabs for just microanalysis. Okay. Gosh. Yes. Uh, science is sexy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that applies we have in, arachnid this, dissections in this particular smart, case. <laughs> but I... I there are groups of people who might who I, might really like it. I encur well, and and spider haters. I'm killing them in the process. So true. spiders are good. True, they kill all the other bugs. Yeah, there's two can, minds of thought there. How, yeah. how, how much can you? I mean, even with a microscope, how 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 much can you see of a spider's insides? When you get into their abdomen, it's really hard to find their intestinal tract. It just looks like a bunch of mush. Yeah. One time I thought I found it. I was really excited, but it was just a parasite. Oh, that's, that's nice. way cooler. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah. But I, was, I had been trying so hard. I'd been being so gentle. I thought I'd finally found it. And I called over my mentor and she said, Nicole, that's moving. Mm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I kept the parasite as a pet in the lab, though. Well, of course you did. So you could find a lot of surprising things on stage, and yeah. either people would be really scared of you or really impressed. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that, so you learned uh, there that one of the one of the things about science is that it doesn't always work, and you don't always get the results you thought you were going to get if you get any results at all. Yeah. And uh, there's that, a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of trial and error, and that can be frustrating. And then I would try but at least a you got a pet experiment out of it. next time that did, did people you, would understand. Did you name the parasite? I did. What, what was the parasite? There's name? a little bit of backstory, but its name was Brandon. Bra Brandon. Oh. Yeah, my my research partner had gone home for a part of the summer, uh -huh. but he didn't tell me he was leaving. Was his name Brandon? It was, and so <laughs> I named it that so he could be he could be there with us. That's oh, nice. Not because he's the parasite. Not because he's a parasite. <laughs> no, there's, yeah, there's I was going a, two ways with that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. No, there were a lot of things named Brandon in the lab just to be placeholders for ah, him. I see. So then we could tell him that he was still there. What kind of parrot? Do you remember what kind of parasite it was? Is that a like? Are horsehair worms? Okay. Something there. Yeah. Okay. I'm Something like not that. Familiar with spider parasites. <laughs> I can't it's one that's air. common in crickets, also. Oh. That leads them to water, possibly, or that maybe that's a different one. I don't remember. It was a couple summers ago. That's fine. You could have made something up, and it would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I, I I I'm I'm on board now with the onstage spider dissection. <laughs> uh, I think Nicole wins Miss America. Oh, okay. um, Is it because I'm a female? female so. <laughs> no, no, because I want to see dudes do these things too. You know, like I want to yeah. see, uh, you know, I mean, you know, maybe we could get rid of the swimsuit competition for the whole thing, you know, and just do the talent show. And I, that's... I still think the guys need the ball gowns. They need to learn how to walk in the high heels and avoid the dress. Jeez. And I think they would look that beautiful. Is a, that is a talent uh, in and of itself. And, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's a lot, a lot of broken ankles. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You, you know, we have our, uh, what is it, Mr. Iowa Medicine uh, uh, competition here. Uh, I've the, never heard of it. What do you mean what, you've never heard of what it? What is it, Mr. I, the talent? You know, maybe I have. Maybe I've seen pictures. Oh, you know, maybe maybe that just morphed into the into the talent show. Oh, oh, yeah. Years, I think we yeah. had Mr. Yeah, I think it morphed. That was that was years ago. 
Movies, okay. Yeah. Now, it's, now it's just the now it's just the talent show. show. You can join yeah. the talent talent show and pretend it's a pageant next I was, year. I think you guys. I, I think show. you guys know what you're gonna do. <laughs> I think you guys know what you're gonna do for the for the talent show. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be the host and you three can be the contestants. No, no, no. You are dissecting spiders. <laughs> yeah, you're in the show. I'll host. My I need to. No, you mine. You are making a volcano, <laughs> and you are making explosions. Small, controllable explosions. <laughs> Jacob, would you, uh, would, would, is there anything that you would contribute to the, uh, to the talent show? To the talent, I did the talent show last year, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, Re last year. Tell these guys what you did. So, one of my classmates, uh, and I did an Indian dance routine. Yes, you did. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, please, you missed it. I don't think I'm going to do it again. Is there a recording of said dance routine? There is. Definitely. There is. Oh. <laughs> Search for the talent, Carver College Medicine talent show on YouTube. Okay, everybody's we'll going viral. Right. Jacob, you are going to be famous. Hey, I was, but there's nothing, it was fun. There's nothing was stopping exciting. him from standing up and doing a little demo right now. Well, yeah, nothing is. Jacob. Let's see those moves. All right. <laughs> Um, this is this is by the way this is going to be great podcast <laughs> material. I gotta like remember. Find what the beat. Did. Find the rhythm. Yeah, like he, he did something like this. Yeah, they had the outfits and everything. Um, and we did, like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you going Bollywood? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I forget the I forget the the name of the style of dance. Um, but it was not it was there are like different forms of dance, mm -hmm. and uh, we did not do Bollywood style. So. Okay. Oh my gosh, I'm not I'm not it familiar. With we were we were in full like Indian garb and everything. Yes. Yeah. It, it was really fun. It was you and uh um Pearl. Yeah. Yeah, p -p -p Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna love that. She's gonna love that. That just got recorded forever. Yeah. So I'm gonna have this, you know you know like the horns that go bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yeah. So I always go p -p -p Pearl. This is gonna be This is gonna be her ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this year's uh, this year's competition. Now, it's it's for charity, right? I mm -hmm. mean, yeah. you know, you earn points for your community based on uh, on the people who or based you earn points for your community's contribution to the charity um, through people's votes for you. Into you know, they vote with money. We did not win. No, I don't know who won. I don't remember either. I'm sure they were worthy. Yeah, oh yeah. There <laughs> were very, very many talented people there. Yeah. So who's the most memorable? What yeah. I think what do you I, remember? Hey, I, I think explosive <laughs> spider dissection. <laughs> I think yes, you guys you should need to combine. roll them all into one. <laughs> you guys should combine. You all should <laughs> explosive volcanic spider dissection is the way to go. For this year's competition. Very that least sounds we'll very get an disgusting. audience. With a headline alone will get an audience. That's all we need. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that's going to be fabulous. I can't wait. Hey, uh, do you want to play a game? Sure. sure. Yeah. I love games. All right. Let's play a game I'll call uh, Bait for Clicks, rather <laughs> unoriginally. Um, and I'm going to give you a randomly generated product name and five letters. Your job is to use the letters as the start of words for a clickbait headline about the product designed to draw me in. The reason I'm doing this is because longtime listeners know that I am a uh, clickbait headliners, headline writer's dream. Uh, this week I ran across one that just, uh, I could not resist. Uh, it's also an actual health news story that I felt um, I could really find out more about. It was from Gizmodo. I don't know if you're familiar with that website. 
uh, about a sex supplement for men that the FDA this week warned contains an unlabeled erectile dysfunction drug. The article's headline was, FDA says big penis comes with a hidden surprise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you know I could not resist <laughs> this headline. Um, I just had to know what the hidden surprise is. <laughs> Pandora's box. Yeah. Anyway, as I said, I'm going to give you, I'll, I'll randomly generate a product name in, along with five letters. Use the letters to uh, start the words for your clickbait headline about the product. Um, and your goal is to draw me in. Um, bonus points if you can work in a celebrity name. Because, uh, you know, I, I don't know Jack about celebrities. But if it's something like you'll never, you'll never guess what they look like now, I will go in there <laughs> <laughs> to find out about these celebrities that I have no idea who they are. All right. So I will judge the best headline. Oh, by the way, you can use whatever numbers, articles, conjunctions, or prepositions you like. Um, you know, you so. five words. Uh, yeah, we can, we can try. Or was that, was there a number on words or where, where did I get a number from? I don't, I, I, letters. Uh, letters. I was going to give you five, okay. Okay. five letters. There it is. Um, and you don't have to use all of the letters if you don't want to. So write these letters down. Uh, G, Y, T, N, K. Use them in any order you like. And the first product is... Charcoal alarm clock. So I, I'm specifically referencing the kind of clickbait headlines that are like designed to make you read about this product. Um, in some, in, in, you know, for some reason, I guess they want to sell me something, right? Charcoal alarm clock. G-Y-T-N-K. So all the, all the words need to start with? G-Y-T-N-R-K. Okay. Oh, I like how, I, I like how Alec is using. I've given you a giant post-it note, but Alec is using the smallest portion of the <laughs> post-it note that he possibly can. This this if I was to read into your personality, I would say that this uh, that this indicates an economy of thought and action um, that will serve you well in med school. Stone asked Jacob about my lab practical. Uh, that sheet of paper, I was writing so small. I was getting worried about <laughs> what was going to happen with the grading. Because what, what is it? When you can't read it, so it's can't an absolute... read it, it's wrong. Yep. So that's that. Uh, we were scared. Nicole has a microscope if we need it, apparently. <laughs> you, you I actually us... do have one at home. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. It came from a friend. It's just a really old one. Okay. Um, This is really hard. Yeah, it is. Just remember, med student. If you do it poorly, you're an awful person. Oh, failure. <laughs> failure. <laughs> Are we doing this elimination style? The worst no. one is out. <laughs> no. Uh, Are we using the letters more than once or is it only once? This is such a typical med oh student gosh. question. <laughs> I could go so many I could go so many places with this. Do what you like. Okay. I know. This is Med students are <laughs> much like know. lawyers in that they will look for any loophole they can to get that sweet, sweet score on the exam. I'm ready. All right. <laughs> what about you guys? You guys are still struggling. I'll probably need a... 
Of course, we're not seconds. ones yet. Yeah. We haven't gotten the creativity yeah. down. What? <laughs> you said bonus points for celebrities? I don't believe I said bonus points, but <laughs> I said feel free to throw in a celebrity if you, if you like. Well, maybe I did say bonus points. But he didn't mean bonus points. I didn't really. I, <laughs> I, I meant it in the sort of, you know, metaphorical sense. I, I used to try to keep track of points for these things, and my brain's just not up to it. That would involve math. All right. How are we doing? I don't think I'm going to come up with a better one. Like, I, it's not even that great. That's all right. I don't, I don't think Mine it's going to make better. sense. Oh. <laughs> I'm like just now at the point where you just start to struggle with like saying words in your head. Like, oh, this doesn't make sense at all. This oh, maybe makes sense. I have one that pertains more to us than to you, Dave. Okay, that's fine. Well, all right. That's fine. All right. I don't understand how you came up with a phrase about charcoal alarm clocks that pertains more to us <laughs> than to Dave. I'm actually very interested now. Wait, well, did we have to include charcoal alarm clock? Oh, in well, it needed. You didn't have to include that phrase, but you would write. You ideally, you would write a headline that would make me want to read about charcoal alarm clocks. Interesting. <laughs> this is. Do you have to go back to the drawing board? I, I, yeah. I'm, uh, take five. Yeah, so just as a refresher, you know, your a clickbait your clickbait headline might read uh you know, something like um medicine dies every minute you don't read this article. <laughs> or um the connection between medicine and sex. That would be another. Oh, and that's actually that's like actual clickbait. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> Alec is saying, I'm, I'm clicking oh, these. <laughs> um, okay, well, what we have is nod knowledgeable young goats turn for the new charcoal alarm clock. <laughs> I, actually, I, just, I think I, was, I might want to read that. Where did that come? I, was, I was just trying to throw something out there. I don't even... I'm just more confused than. But that's, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the. I mean, in a way, that's kind of the point yeah, it's of a good babe. To introduce a little, maybe a little cognitive dissonance to yeah, be like, yeah. what? Oops. Chocolate alarm yeah. clocks. Goats? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jacob, you want to share yours? Yeah, 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 yeah. So mine is, take your grilling kink to the nest. <laughs> that's so much better. Yeah, I think you win. And by nest, I mean like your bedroom. I oh. think we understood that. <laughs> Just like preface it. I, I, I couldn't pick bedroom or room or bed, so I just picked nest. Okay. I love it. Nests are in trees. Charcoals from a tree. I was, Char I was thinking I'm about thinking the charcoal like charcoal grills. Like, uh, the, like a charcoal alarm clock. Take okay. Your, take your grilling kink to your nest. Right, Nicole. <laughs> Logical. There we go, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm between two because there's it's it's hard to phrase this one, but I'll go with know the time, no gas needed. Nice. I, why do you I, even I, need I, gas in the first place? Is, I, market true. Do you, have, do you have a gas powered alarm clock? <laughs> That's, the question. That's the question. I would click on that. Maybe I need to dispense with the uh, random product <laughs> and just give you free reign. Like no gas. Like tired. Are you tired? I don't know. What what do you think, uh, 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 Tim? Well, mine was more pertaining to the alarm clock, but well, you never knew you needed to get good grades. 
Oh. Yeah. All right. Does that oh, we just went we just went like downhill uphill. I mean, yeah, we, no, that's, we did well as we I went mean, on. his makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah. his his does make sense. People. All right, we're gonna dispense with the, Okay. So yeah, my ideas don't always work out, but I think we've got the nugget of a good idea here. Let's do this. Let's let's do this again. No product this time. Make me want to read an article with a headline words start with R. Z, Y, V, Z. Wait, what? You already said Z. I know. It's there, <laughs> it's there twice. Okay. <laughs> Two Zs, guys. Go ahead. So R Z Y R Z Y V Z V Z. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Man, this is gonna be hard. You can discard one of the Zs for an M. Making up some rules on the fly here. Oh, so we're only supposed to use each letter once. Is that the rule? Um, I was not aware. Because I did rule. not do that last yeah. time. <laughs> All right. Each letter once. Yeah. Okay. It's just, see, you're such, exactly, you're such a med student. You're like, well, you didn't, you didn't say. <laughs> hey, G-Y-T-N-K was very, very hard to come up with something. This could go so Feels many like places. Feels like we're on Wheel of Forge. Yeah. Very scary, very quickly. No. I, I liked the product restraint. You liked it? Yes. Okay. I guess, I guess uh, uh, you know, metaphorical bonus points for uh, uh, having having it relate to a bronze skateboard. Ooh. Bronze skateboard? Um, uh, I'll let you guys take that one. I'll... How are we doing? I have an algorithm that takes out all the silence. Let's hear it. <laughs> On my computer. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole. No, I want to I want to hear the silence. <laughs> you okay, Andrew did your statement as let's hear the algorithm. Yeah, that's like, what I thought too. I thought it went way over reciting. <laughs> next episode of the podcast is just going to be all the silences I took out of this where did, one. Where did they all go? You need, to, you need to have like a sniff reel or something where it's just a bunch of people going <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like weird. Chairs creaking. Yeah. Oh my god. It's just like five minutes of straight random noises in here. Like uh, <laughs> short clip I think podcast they did that. white I noise. Did Joel, you have your orders. <laughs> I think they did that with Donald Trump. Like all the speeches they took, there was one speech where he had like yeah. a runny nose or oh. something. It was just, <laughs> oh my god, I remember. That's what. I'm, that's exactly what I'm remembering right now. Thank you. Mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> all right, how we doing? Who's ready? Um, I didn't use the R, but that should be fine. Yeah, you don't have to use. All, all right, I'll start. Make a zillion yen with this Vans bronze skateboard. No. <laughs> <laughs> with this Vans bronze skateboard? Yeah, Vans. Vans. Yeah, Vans. Vans, the, the, a, the it's a brand. brand. Yeah, okay. well, that's good. Yeah. <gasps> make a million dollars. That's make, make a zillion make yen. Make a zillion even yen. better. Yes. Yen's not that good. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like... <laughs> a zillion yen's like maybe like, five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that's not bad. That's pretty good. That, I, I'd click on well, it. Well, thank you. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? Nicole? <laughs> you look like you're ready. Mobilizing rich youth. Room zooms. Bro uh, bronze skateboard. That sounds like... Uh, okay. Can, can you, you just, make, just make a company? Can you say it again? <laughs> I want to hear it again. Mobilizing rich youth. 
Room Zooms bronze skateboard. Okay. That's a company. <laughs> room Zoom? Just, is that a company? Room. You we just well, made a company. Room Zoom. <laughs> room Zoom. I like it. Elon Musk. Yeah. Start that company. Yes. Hit me up. Yes. Room Zoom. Along with his brain chips, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm on board, by the way, with Elon Musk and his brain chips. I, I Do they like... come in multiple flavors? Because no, I'm a. Not I'm sorry. Sorry. You taste whatever kidding. you want. <laughs> I think we need bronze skateboards on the moon. Yeah. All right. Uh, would you like to go, Alan? Oh, God. Okay. Well, that. This is a harder, <laughs> yeah. this is a harder game than I thought. Are, you guys are all so good at it. Um. So I don't even know what hers is about. I know, but it just sounds like, I mean, if I had just, if someone just said that to me, I'm like, oh, okay. There's a style of, of, of yeah. tabloid newspaper headline that I think would fit with that, where, you know, they, they try to be real clever about the words that they use. So maybe that's what you were going for. I don't know what I was rather going than, <laughs> Rather than wor word salad. <laughs> oh, gee, okay, well. I, mine is recorded video of Zendaya yodeling in Montana. You know, I was going to use Zendaya. That yep. article. I tried to get her in there somewhere. The Z was perfect. I just went yeah. to see Spider-Man, so that she was like uh, in my head. I Z. Oh yeah, that's an that's an article I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. My turn took a turn for the more unrealistic. Mm -hmm. uh, mobile zebras yearn for a reliable vehicle. Mm. Bronze skateboard. Oh. Okay. All right. Dot, okay. Dot, dot. Mobile zebras. <laughs> All right. I might read that because, you know, I'm always looking for uh, the best transportation options. For uh, zebras. For, for zebras. <laughs> of course. All right. Let's do this again. I have the choice of, of using letters from other languages, but I think I'll stick with them. <laughs> L, S, Q, Y, and P. We're doing products, or are we just okay? okay I'll I'll do a product uh, for the experts in the room. For the experts <laughs> in the room, uh, condiments for dogs. Okay. What? What condiment? Condiments for dogs. Just okay. Yeah. Ah. Have you ever you had wanna... dry dog food? <laughs> If you want, you know, for instance, <laughs> for instance, I'm looking at a product on the internet uh, called Petchup for dogs and Mustard for dogs. Hey, it's turkey flavor and beef flavor. Specifically condiments for dogs? Take it or leave it. You don't yeah, have to use it. I like it. No, I want to use it. No, I want to, I want to improve. <laughs> You're, I mean... When you're making a sandwich for your dog, got to have some condiments. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a dry sandwich and your dog will probably not eat it because dogs are known for their <laughs> fine uh, dining palates. Now, remember, you don't actually have to use the words of the product in the clickbait. Just keep it in mind as a way to draw me in to this article about condiments for dogs, right? This is my greatest creation. Oh, oh God. We'll, we'll be the judge oh, of that. Wow. He's going last. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not that great, leave. but it, I feel like you would click great. on it. I okay. feel like you'd click on it, but it's All not right. wild or anything. All right. All right. Yeah, that is the point. 
I have to I have to want to click on it. I was going too wild with the last one. It's no room zooms. No. <laughs> it is vroom not. zoom. Oh, vroom zoom. Wow. Yes. Oh shoot, I've had it wrong this whole time. You like you, you know motorcycles? Yeah, yeah, vroom vroom. Vroom vroom. Yeah. So then the I'm rich like, kids can ride by. You know what? Make the noises. That just totally went up in my that extra <laughs> additional letter in in room. <laughs> that just went up in my estimation totally. I just found a product. It's a canned whole chicken. What? Ew. What? What? How does that? Oh, I think work? I've seen those before. It's disgusting. Don't they yeah, have like cubed boiled chicken that they sell in a can? Or well, something? that's fine. Like, but this is like a whole a chicken, whole like sliding out of a can. Oh. <laughs> How big's the can? Why do you need a can? Okay. Storage. It's too storage. <laughs> I know. What about hey. the apocalypse? I want chicken. <laughs> Okay. I don't remember what country it is, but they grow their watermelons. Square. In, yeah, in oh, and they yeah. make them in cubes so that they can stack better. Mm -hmm. Japan. I'm, is it like, Japan? I'm, pretty sure I'm willing to bet crazy. on that. I'm pretty sure it's Japan, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Idea. I, hey, it's genius. Gosh. They're probably over here wondering why it, you why know, are they there, come yeah. to the U.S. They're like, why are they doing this? Why are there <laughs> so why much are there wasted, round watermelons? Wasted space. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first that's not Jacob? I can go first. All right. Hit us. All right. Spice up your pet's quality of licking. No. Okay. All right. All right. Dang, All right. That's good. Yeah. 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 Mine's just like a very classic, like, look quick. Supply your pet with condiments for dogs. Okay. <laughs> Supply. It's more like a successful <laughs> ad campaign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do the announcer voice. For you, Look quick! Supply your pets with condiments for dogs. I feel like we could turn all of these into one. And you get the bamboo steamer. <laughs> we have a commercial here. Free of charge. Absolutely free. <laughs> all right. All right. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Spicy licks to quench your pooch's palate. Nice. Ooh. Can you that was good. That. It's going to be tough good. to beat. Yeah. Jacob. I have spruce up your lab's pedigree with this new sauce. Nice. <laughs> That's also very, very good. Thank God you went last. <laughs> oh, man. I think, I think, I, I like Nicole. I think you and Nicole's yeah. are, are, are spot on. Agreed. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Spot. All right. We're going to do one more. Okay. Give you an easy one. E L T A and G. And the product is a hairbrush with a built in iPhone holder. This is a thing that. Why would you ever need that? This is not a random product. Now, I've dispensed with random products and have gone with actual things that you could buy. But how does, like, I what, mean, what, what's what is the, the point, iPhone? I guess. Yeah, what is holding the iPhone? It's called a selfie brush. <laughs> so you can like do you can brush your hair and then immediately pop around. There's probably a button. Time is of the essence when you're crafting the yeah the exact most wonderful selfie. So you get a good gust of wind. That's gone. That yeah. Yeah. just gone. Yeah. yeah. God, the world is a insane place. There's a book. There's a. A book here, how to make things out of cat hair. I can only hope that when it comes time to edit this show, 
that it ends up making sense. <laughs> but I feel like that's my usual hope. Oh. I don't know what this says about our country, but there is a Justin Bieber duct tape that you could buy. Hmm. Is it his face? For the kidnapping. <laughs> oh. I'm assuming. How ironic would that be? Yeah. Can you imagine? He'd be like, damn, at least I'm making money off this kidnapping from the licensing of my image. I gave you entire pads and you're all putting them on one piece of paper. Yeah. Save the earth, man. Yeah. I'm on the second page. I'm on the second piece. What do you mean? I'm still on the first one. Me too. <laughs> I just put one word per page. <laughs> Make it a flip book. <laughs> you need to have a competition where you get artists in a room and they make an ad campaign for something in flipbook style. Yeah. There you go. That would just take all day though. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Alright. Who wants to go first? Who's ready? Or shall I tell you that there is a book about the greatest YouTube videos of all time? That, that doesn't surprise me. Why? The greatest what You could go to YouTube and find them. Yeah. People will write about anything. All right. What's the most subjective thing ever? I can just imagine yeah, why I'm reading it, true. though. True. And then I get my expectations really high. Watch the mm. video. See if I was right. Okay. <laughs> or if my brain just hyped it up way too much. Okay. You could go any direction with that. You could, I mean, you're one, either one of those people that looks on YouTube for passing the time with those fail videos or something. and or Another you, thing that I get sucked into. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are time-lapse videos Agreed. of fungi growing. Or there's that. You are, <laughs> there's that. You are a, a, a wonderfully unique person. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Nicole. I can't come up with this. This I, The concept of a hairbrush with an iPhone holder just isn't... <sighs> Gotta spark your creativity. I, right. I'm trying to come up with oh, you're some celebrity to endorse this. You're, and... you're still not... You're still not. I don't ready. want to throw any celebrity under the bus. With I mean, this. okay, so so <laughs> oh, let's under, let's give you, you a, a template here. You know, like uh, you know, like um, the the hairbrush that Ariana Grande uses every day. Oh well, there is an AG here. Oh shit! <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> and guess who I'm not a fan of? Ariana Grande. My boyfriend loves her. Mm -hmm. So I I just pretend that I super hate her. Uh, oh, you just pretend, but secretly. I love her voice. I, I don't like her style of music. It's a facade. Yep. All right. That's fair. Who's, who is ready to go? I'll give it a shot. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like half these I'm, I'm making, I feel like I'm trying to sell you the product versus like what we were saying, like clickbaity. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the, 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 it's, it's sort of like a step removed from selling it. You're trying to get me to read about it so that I will buy it. Oh, okay, well. Right, because a lot of these articles are on um, websites that have affiliate agreements with retailers, right? Yeah, okay. Top 10 Amazon products that will make you a millionaire kind of thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Same I gotcha. Time. I gotcha. So I need like the voice or anything? No. You can do the voice okay. if you want. Yeah. I'll give it give it the best <laughs> shot. Eliminate long tangles and grin in amazement with our new selfie brush. Nice. Nice. Did you use the letters? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> like cut it off after with hour and we're... All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, somebody else. You're up. To I'm it. not ready. You're not ready. Yeah, oh, okay. Here's going. what I got. Get every lock and like with our all-terrain hairbrush. <laughs> That's too good. 
if you could see my face right now, you (laughs) killed it. During my gap year, I was actually a clickbait. I was. (laughs) Whoa. He does make his own Say it again. Get every lock. Wait, 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 I got it. All right. I can imagine him lying on my living room floor, looking at my cell phone, scrolling through Facebook, and suddenly I run across an article, a link that says get every lock and like with our all-terrain hairbrush click (laughs) (laughs) all right who's next looks like nicole's ready with quotes ariana grande launches this elegant tool the gram explodes (laughs) 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 that's pretty good that's pretty good. Points off that I gave you Ariana Grande, but you know, she has really long hair. Yeah, she does. She needs. She, she needs a good. She needs a good brush, and then she needs to take a good selfie. <laughs> Put it on Instagram. All right, go ahead. All right, uh, achieve elevated levels of tailored grooming. <laughs> that's very direct. Yeah, very. Yeah, that's it's a, very direct. And I, yes, I would. I, I might be interested in clicking on that because I could use an elevation in grooming. All right. But I, I, I'm sorry, guys. I think this last round, Jacob... Yeah. Read it again. <laughs> all terrain. Read it again. Get every lock and like with our all terrain hairbrush. Oh, oh. that is wow. It just, just makes me imagine yeah, being a, on a hike. It's impressive. Yeah. Yep. Just it could be used on hikes. Right you know, there. you got to get those perfect backdrops yeah with the perfect hair do you guys discuss this beforehand or what? i didn't i didn't <laughs> I, I didn't even come up with this until just before the show as you might imagine from from its relative success um anyway that is our show uh jacob timothy alec nicole thank you for hanging out with me today thank you for having us yeah it's good yeah. Being here. thank you <laughs> Put that silence remover. <laughs> make, sure, make sure to send that silence to me. Yeah, and it, goes, it goes without saying. I was like, oh. It goes without saying, but since I'm saying it, it goes completely with saying that I thank you listeners for making us a part of your week, for all your questions, and for your supportive t-shirt and cookbook orders over at theshortcoat.com slash store. If you're new here and you like what you heard today, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify, and whenever fine podcasts are available. We love answering listener questions. Send them to theshortcoats at gmail.com. Leave us a message at 347-SHORT-CT. We'll talk about it on the show. And hey, right now, while your podcast app is open, give us some stars and a review that lets us know you're happy with our work. The show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government. Ongoing support from the Writing and Management Program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis. Our opening music by Dr. Vox. And our closing music by Kevin Sreer. Talk to you in one week. Ooh, I even had extra time. Wow, you picked up the pace. Yeah. That was like, this is Joel. I was just making it's eye contact. Like, room what? zoom right there. It sounded like the end of a, of a medication commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Side effects. <laughs> Death. <laughs>